and welcome to Mrs. Janeski's APUS Government Podcast. In this episode, I will be going over one of the foundational documents for the AP Government Exam that you will need to know. Please tell me you've heard of it. The Declaration of Independence. Written by, I hope you know this one as well, Thomas Jefferson. Before I get started with the Declaration of Independence, I just want to take a second to talk about foundational documents and the AP exam. You need to know that memorizing these documents should not be your goal. Your goal should be understanding the importance of the foundational documents in the formation of the United States government. That's what you need to know for the exam. So don't go down the rabbit hole of trying to memorize these documents. Instead, understand them. Hopefully that makes sense. It's just going to lead to a lot of frustration if you feel like you need to memorize them. A good understanding of their impact on United States government and on civic responsibility, that's what's gonna be important for the exam. This episode is everything you need to know about the declaration for the AP exam, so let's get started. The Declaration of Independence is essentially a breakup letter. The colonists list their grievances against King George III and like any good breakup letter, it ends with a great, it's not me, it's you moment where there is a resolution for independence. I am going to focus mainly on the preamble because the influence of enlightenment ideals on the writing of this document in the preamble is very clear. Thomas Jefferson, who wrote the Declaration of Independence, in the preamble, there is a justification for why the American colonists are breaking with British rule, breaking away from British rule. Jefferson writes in the Declaration, when in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume the powers of the earth, the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. In other words, if you're going to break up with somebody, you're gonna have a revolution in order to do it, it's important that you explain to basically the world why. This is interesting. And I do believe also heavily influenced by enlightenment thinkers. Why didn't the American colonists start a revolution, fight and get their independence? Why was this document written to justify it? Well, this is more than just a message for good old King George III. Jefferson and the other founding fathers who wanted this written could have just sent this straight to the king, to parliament, in an envelope. That's who the grievances are against. But this document wasn't meant to be private. It was published. It was read out loud widely throughout the colonies and in many parts of the Western world. So there's a larger purpose. And the larger purpose of this document is, is kind of twofold. Number one, remember that in the 13 American colonies, there are patriots and loyalists. There were many colonists who did not want to break for British rule. So in order for the patriots who wanted to become independent, to have people stay strong at home, this declaration was important. 
also patriots needed to secure some foreign allies who would be able to help the Americans win this war, which by all rights, let's face it, the American colonists never should have won. So the next part, you're really going to see enlightenment thinking take center stage. He goes on to say, you'll probably recognize these lines. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Jefferson takes these ideas from Locke and his second treatise on civil government. And this is an incredible statement. Jefferson is saying that the rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness are given to people by their creator. And that means that people's rights do not originate from the government or from a king, which further means that your basic natural rights cannot be taken away by a government. In fact, Locke and then Jefferson in the Declaration of Independence assert the whole reason that people create governments is for the government to watch over and protect the people's natural rights, which is exactly what Jefferson will go on to say next. He says that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. And the governed, guys, is us, the people. Also keep in mind that this is a time in history where the idea that just your average person could really wrap their brains around what it means to govern is a kind of a naive idea. There is still very much the belief, and it's a lot of the founders had this belief, that some people are just better equipped to lead than others. But this is an example of ideals that are written by people like Rousseau. Most importantly, the ideas of popular sovereignty and the social contract. Popular sovereignty says that the power to govern is in the people's hands. People should ultimately make the decisions. And the social contract means that people will willingly surrender some of that power over to government in order to protect their natural rights. And this is a little confusing, I know, stick with me, because people are born natural rights that belong to them just by the virtue of being born. But then in order to protect those rights from being taken away, they create governments by their consent. So what happens when a government doesn't hold up its end of the deal in the social contract? The founders knew that government is made up of people and that people can be corrupt. So Jefferson goes on to write that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and to institute new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. So if a government's corrupt, and it stops protecting the natural rights of the people, they have every right to form a new government, which will uphold the true purpose of the government, protecting their natural rights. So this is what you need to understand about the Declaration of Independence for the AP government exam. The ideals of the Enlightenment, coming from thinkers like John Locke, who assert that all men are automatically born with natural rights and that the power to govern comes from the people, popular sovereignty, 
and that government is put in place to protect the people's rights. You got one job, government, protect people's rights. So that is what you need to know about the Declaration of Independence for the AP exam. In my next episode, I will be going over another foundational document that you will need for the AP exam, the Articles of Confederation. So I hope you will tune in. Keep up the good work. Oh, 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 oh,